1: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today.
2: The Patriots got the preseason kicked off on Thursday. What kind of year does Bill Belichick have in store? Also, the Texans are looking for market improvement behind C.J. Stroud. And who exactly is playing quarterback for the 49ers? I'm Peter Bukowski. Starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're Locked On Sports Today. Searching all major sports
1: found. Let's start with the biggest story.
2: New England Patriots kicked off their 2023 preseason with a 20 to nine loss to the Houston Texans. It was. All right. We're not going to do the Bill O'Brien revenge game or anything like that. This is a preseason game. We're just not going to do that, but it is Bill O'Brien back in New England facing off against his own team. Mike debate joins me now from locked on Patriots and Mike. From the Patriots side, the big story to me was Bailey Zappi because there was a conversation last year with as rough as that offense looked at times. Some Patriots fans going, is Bailey Zappi the best quarterback on this team? I don't know. Mac Jones, what's going on there? How how realistic is that to to even be a conversation right now?
3: Um, I hate to say this for all the Zappi fans out there because I think Bailey's looked very good in training camp. I think he's looked Solid. I thought he struggled a little on Thursday night behind a very, very poor performance from the offensive line. I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit. But right now, Mac Jones has gotten the lion's share of the reps in training camp. He sat out on Thursday night, which is a pretty good indicator that the Patriots yeah. were saving him to play with the starters. You didn't see guys like Juju Smith Schuster, Hunter Henry, uh, Mike Gusecki, uh Kendrick Bourne. These guys did not get reps out there on the field. So it Seems to be that the Patriots have made their decision in terms of who the quarterback is going to be. Nothing official from the team or Bill Belichick yet, but you can kind of read the handwriting on the wall. But the Patriots could definitely do worse to have a good backup quarterback like Bailey Zappi, who, again, has shown flashes at times of being a guy that can handle number one duties if it's thrust upon him.
2: Yeah, we could be six weeks into the season and Mac Jones has started every game and Bill Belichick still wouldn't say that he's starting in week seven. That's just who Bill Belichick (laughs) is. That's just the deal. We get it. It's part of the appeal. Uh, Mike, you mentioned that offensive line. I'm going to go to the other side of the ball to defense because it seems like defense is going to have to carry this team. And that is always where Bill Belichick has made his money. He's the greatest coach of the modern era for a reason. And this is a team that personnel-wise, is loaded for bear they go out and they get christian gonzalez in the first round we got a little bit of a glimpse at him they made life miserable for cj stroud to open this game where is this defense right now as we head into 2023 coming off a uh, fine performance in this first preseason game
3: yeah i think the defense is still what this team is predicated on and i think they showed some signs of that even in a preseason setting on thursday now look again like the offense, we didn't see Matthew Judon, Joshua Jay, We didn't see a lot of the guys up front, that formidable front seven that can really wreak some havoc on opposing quarterbacks. But what we did was see a young, budding secondary with guys like Christian Gonzalez. Jalen Mills at the safety position, going to switch it up a little bit. Last couple of years at outside corner, Mills looks solid at the free safety position tonight, possibly spelling the role left behind by Devin McCourty, who retired in the offseason. The guy really who I was the most interested
2: to start the game.
3: Absolutely. And definitely showed a lot of field awareness and was actually conducting traffic at one point in that defensive backfield. And that's something that McCordy did for years in New England. And I think Jalen can help guys like Adrian Phillips fill that role and help to keep that Patriots secondary, very smart, very intelligent, and aware of what's going on in the field. The guy that impressed me tonight the most was Keon White. This guy mm. is a jack of all trades for the New England Patriots aligning all over the place, but primarily in a three-point stance, rushing the passer. This kid had a big-time hit on C.J. Stroud and is showing that capability and that athleticism. You're showing that that early. Keon White can really be a contributor for this team sooner rather than later. If you can add him to the mix of guys like Judon, like Uche, Dietrich, Wise, that's a big addition right there, and I think he's definitely someone the Patriots are glad is on their side.
2: Stay up to date all year on the New England Patriots by subscribing to Locked on Sports today and Locked on Patriots on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked on Sports today your first listen. Coming up, the Texans are looking for a turnaround season behind CJ Stroud. Before we get to that, we learned a Super Bowl story that could have been had San Francisco made it. I have never had a pair of shorts that made me look good while also being really, really comfortable until I had... A pair of bird dogs. And now I have four or five pair. That's how good they are. Bird dogs make you look good. They're stretched khaki shorts designed to fit slimmer through the thigh and leg, giving you a truly sculpted look. They fit like a dream. Bird dogs invented this cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki, but stretches so you get a way slimmer fit without having to sacrifice movement. They also use anti-stink sweat wicking fabric that keeps you cool and dry all day long. Really important in August, for example, you can seriously go from the couch to the golf course to a night out all in the same pair of bird dogs. These are the most comfortable pair of shorts I've ever owned. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on or enter promo code locked on for a free white tech hat with your order. I wore it today. In fact, with my bird dogs, that's birddogs.com slash locked on or promo code locked on for that free white tech hat. You won't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise.
1: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today.
2: Imagine the Super Bowl story that could have happened. Long before the San Francisco 49ers ran out of healthy quarterbacks in their NFC Championship game loss to the Philadelphia Eagles this past season, they've begun making contingency plans for that very position have they advanced to the Super Bowl. One of those plans involved bringing veteran signal caller Philip Rivers out of retirement to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Niners coach Kyle Shanahan said Thursday that Rivers was, quote, prepared to do it. Had the Niners defeated the Eagles and signed Rivers, he would have been playing in the league for the first time since 2020. But joining the Niners in that hypothetical scenario would have given Rivers his first chance to play in a Super Bowl at the age of 41. That would have been quite the story for him and for us and all 15 of his kids. That's not even that far off. Football players just can't seem to stop getting in trouble when it comes to gambling. Four more Iowa State football players and three more members of the Iowa football program have been charged in the state's investigation into sports wagering, according to recent reports. The investigation is into the allegation that several athletes placed bets on games in which they played the ultimate gambling no-no. According to criminal complaints filed Thursday, the players faced the charge of tampering with records, for allegedly concealing their identity in electronic wagering activities. The group being investigated includes starting running back Jirel Brock and three others with starting experience. The charge carries a maximum sentence of up to two years in prison and fines ranging from $850 to $8,500, according to the NCAA's updated guidelines on gambling. Athletes who wager on their own sport or others at their school can face permanent loss of eligibility. It's well known that what comes after the no-hitter is the hardest part for a pitcher. Just ask Johan Santana. Knowing this, the Phillies are giving Michael Lorenzen some extra rest. Lorenzen won't pitch again until August 18th at Washington. Philadelphia has been going with a six-man rotation to reduce starters workload and the club has two days off next week. The 31-year-old Phillies right-hander threw a career-high 124 pitches in his no-no against the Washington Nationals on Wednesday night. I didn't know pitchers were allowed to throw that many pitches still. Pretty cool. In baseball action Thursday, the Houston Astros tried to do something no other team had done in a while. Sweep the Baltimore Orioles at Camden Yard. They came up just short though.
3: The Astros try to rally late. They try to score some runs late in game. They scored three runs in the last three innings, but unfortunately it just wasn't enough. Hunter Brown gave up two home runs and allowed five runs in the game. There's some talk about maybe did Dusty Baker leave him too long in a game. You had Jose Altuve with a 4-4-4 four, four, four night. Yiner Diaz had a home run. Also threw out uh, three batters and three runners. So it was just overall, you, you saw some positive signs, but the Astros just couldn't get the victory. So now Justin Verlander will be on the mound at Midmade Park for the first time in 2023.
4: So check out Locked On Astros.
3: And did the
2: Cardinals prove they won the Randy Arozarena trade on Thursday? I joke, but the Cardinals did win a series over the Rays. Matthew Libertor spins a gem as the Cardinals
0: take two of three at the trop against the Rays. Hey, it's JD from Locked On Cardinals. And the joke online at the end of this game tonight was, well, looks like the Cardinals won that Randy Arozarena trade, didn't they? Now, one game doesn't undo all the magic that Randy Arozarena has done for the Rays, but it was sure nice to see the cardinal side of that deal actually paying off finally matthew Libertor comes out throws eight shutout innings allows just two hits no walks seven punches an absolute brilliant job against the team that drafted him and ultimately traded him offensively despite going 0-8 with runners in scoring position the cards played five on 11 hits including two dingers from andrew kisner and tommy Edmond, to get the five to two win For the latest updates and info,
2: be sure to keep it Locked on Cardinal.
1: Here is another story you need to know.
2: We got our first glimpse at two of the top picks from the 2023 NFL draft, and it was an inauspicious debut for both C.J. Stroud and Will Anderson as the Texans ended up winning their preseason opener. Cody Davis from Locked on Texans joins me now. And and Cody, we won't pretend like the outcome actually means anything, like (laughs) the wins and losses actually mean anything. We're here to talk about rookies. We're here to talk about building something in H-Town. So early impressions. Let's start with CJ Stroud, albeit in four passing attempts.
4: <laughs> look, I know some people might be a little disappointed by what they saw in CJ, but ladies and gentlemen, everything that I've been watching for 11 12 days at training camp is basically what we saw tonight uh, with the Texans defeating the New England Patriots in their very first preseason game. And you can tell in those four pass attempts that is the definition of where CJ Stroud is as of right now in his career because look, we All are expecting him to have a very good career. We expect him to finally take the mantle from Deshaun Watson as this team's next new franchise quarterback because Davis Mills had an opportunity and, of course, failed. That's why we're in this situation. But, you know, C.J. Stroud, man, he showed his accuracy when he connected with Nico Collins. And I know a lot of people are going to talk about the interception that he threw, choppy feet. He was staring down Tank Dale. You know, it was basically probably one of the easiest um, catches a DB can probably make when you see a quarterback literally staring down their target. That is something that CJ Stroud kind of struggled with in training camp. However, one thing about CJ, he's going to – go over that film and he's going to study that film. And I guarantee you the next preseason game against the Miami Dolphins in Houston, we're going to see a better version of CJ because the one thing I've been told whether talking to players or whether it's in the press conference with um, offensive coordinator, Bobby Sloan or head coach D'Amico Ryan's the one thing about CJ Stroud, he doesn't make the same mistakes, which means what you guys saw in that very first preseason game is a guy in CJ Stroud, who is still learning the game of football on the NFL level. Houston
2: traded up the value of a quarterback to get Will Anderson, who does not in fact play quarterback for those of you <laughs> unfamiliar with the former Alabama stars game. And it was, if you look at the box score pretty uneventful. Uh, but if you listen to Nick Saban, if you listen to the, the draft experts like our pals over at locked on NFL draft, they will tell you that Will Anderson's value cannot be measured merely in the box scores. What have you seen, not just in this game, but at camp as well?
4: He is somebody that has already elevated the production of this defensive line. Uh everybody know how bad the Houston Texans have been at stopping a run alone. Um this is an organization I believe they gave up an average of like 150 yards over the last 2 years. Last year alone, they gave up an average of 170 on the ground. However, during training camp and through those first couple of drives that you saw Will Anderson On the field, you can see that the Texans have a better version of the offensive line and a better version of the offensive line also means that they're going to be able to stop the run. And you saw, I believe, at halftime, correct me if I'm wrong, they had already given up. I think it was only an average of like 20 to 30 yards on the ground, which I understand is preseason, but that is a big, important trend that the Houston Texans are trending in the right direction. And when you look at that defensive front, man, you saw how they was able to create pressure. You saw how they was able to disrupt the 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 Patriots backfield. Like you saw that okay this defense is going to be something special and part of that is due to the arrival of Will Anderson Jr. Stay up to date all year on the Houston Texans by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and
2: Locked On Texans on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, the law firm of Lance, Purdy, and Darnold. Is that a winning combination?
1: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
2: The San Francisco 49ers are one of the favorites in the NFC, according to our friends over at FanDuel. And yet, we're still not exactly sure how the quarterback room is going to all shake out. It has been said, this is Brock Purdy's job to lose. There has been some reporting. He has what at least one beat reporter referred to as a daily interception, which doesn't seem great. Uh, another beat reporter said Sam Darnold has won the QB2 job, which leaves Trey Lance, I don't know, somewhere. So Brian Peacock is here from Locked On 49ers and, of course, Peacock and Williamson to help us sort all of this out. Brian, how much more do we know right now as we sit here nearing mid-August than we did, say, a month ago?
0: Well, we know the one most important thing about the San Francisco 49ers quarterbacks, and that is Brock Purdy has been cleared to practice, and he's the guy. He's taken all the first-team reps when he's in there. He's gotten some days off, but he's the dude, and he's being treated like QB1, and if, if it was not clear before, it is clear now. Brock Purdy is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. There's no competition there. The competition is for quarterback two now. And it's, to my eyes, when I was at camp, I haven't been there every day. Uh, those even that have been there every day, you get conflicting reports. They can't even get their uh, box scores straight. And, and, you know, <laughs> you know as well as I do. We, we love those training camp box scores, which mean very little. It's the context in between, right? Um, the Brock Purdy, yeah, floating some balls, throwing some interceptions, looking very much like Jimmy Garoppolo. And, in fact, going against the, uh, the Raiders in a joint practice today in Henderson, Nevada and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo may be out dueling Brock Purdy in this practice and we'll see. But, um, when I was there, it was uh, one of those off days for Brock Purdy. And so I can only go about, go by the reports on Brock Purdy and those eyewitness reports and he's looked okay. And the other quarterbacks have looked pretty good, different days, you know, just roll the dice and maybe trade looks better. One day, Sam Darnold looks better one day. Brock Purdy looks good one day, and they've kind of gone back and forth. And if you were watching practices, you probably wouldn't even know who the best quarterback is because they keep trading off days. So there's no clear best quarterback as far as the quarterback play. Um, Brock Purdy clearly leading in the amount of interceptions thrown at practice. But he's had the most reps, too. So he's had the opportunity to kind of get a little rhythm, and, and he's had some nice drives. Trey Lance has had his best training camp, though. Uh, I, the, the, the weird Sam Darnold thing to me is there's no reason – To to my knowledge, and and people that are there every day, for the most part, there's no reason to believe Sam Darnold would be ahead of Trey Lance. Because Trey Lance has been, even though they're battling and and sharing time with the twos, Trey Lance has always gone first. Trey Lance is going to start the preseason game on Sunday. They haven't said that, but that's what's going to happen because Trey took the first reps in OTAs like they took the first reps in training camp, like he takes the first rep with the second team today. And so it's on Sam Darnold to pass Trey Lance. And judging by their performances, he hasn't done that yet. Now, there's been some reporting and some national reporting that act like it's a done deal and it's rigged and Trey Lance is going to be the guy. So maybe they know something, and maybe John Lynch or Kyle Shanahan have told them behind the scenes hey, Sam Darnold's going to win the job, and we're just waiting for preseason week two and be like, Oh, and now it's Sam's turn to run first, and then oh, he never gets it back, right? And then Trey, and then in that in that case, you know, is Trey up for grabs in a trade. I don't know, but As for if there was a competition and it was wide open with all the quarterbacks at camp, and even the fourth guy, Brandon Allen, who's been a number two in the NFL as recently as last year, backing up Joe Burrow. He's looked okay too. You know, he looked like a very Shanahan capable quarterback. Uh, There's been no winner, but the real winner was Brock Purdy being healthy enough to be cleared for training camp. And he is the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers.
2: And finally, Colin Morikawa is helping out those in need after the wildfires that ravaged much of Maui. He has pledged $1,000 per birdie he makes in the FedEx Cup playoffs to aid recovery. The fires have largely destroyed the village of Lahaina and seriously damaged surrounding communities. Morikawa said in an Instagram post announcing his plans, Maui has always held a special place in my heart. My grandfather owned a restaurant called the Morikawa Restaurant on Front Street in Lahaina people of Hawaii are going to need all the support that we can give them. If you ask me a much better use of his money than what Phil Mickelson was apparently doing with his. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up Monday, who looks good after their first preseason game? So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today.